Welcome, guys, to another throwback review here at Phantom Rant Radio, where to get ready for Snyder Cut, there's only three more days. I can see it on the calendar, boys. Three, three more. more days till Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to do a throwback review of the movie that is the predecessor to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Not Justice League? No. I'm sorry, Devin. What's the difference between the two? Didn't actually, that movie nothing. come out in 2017? There's actually no difference. Um, one is just a little bit longer. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. No, Peter's one's, just punching the air right no now. No one's good and it's Josh Whedon's. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, hashtag restore the Whedon verse. I, uh, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I stand I would, with Josh Whedon. I would like to hear <laughs> more brunch jokes. Yeah. If I can hear, do you bleed from <laughs> Superman? Really bad CGI mustache, too. Mm-hmm. That will be in the Snyder Cut. Oh, Peter's yeah. still punching the air right now. Wait, is it still going to be in the Snyder no, Cut? No, no, it won't. Okay. But anywho, guys, in any case, we are here to talk about BVS, the ultimate edition. Not the theatrical. No. Because I haven't seen that since theaters. The ultimate edition has 30 minutes extra footage of, you know, Clark's story, Lois's mm-hmm. story, even Bruce's story. That, that just changes adds the game. so much more to the movie and actually makes it more of a cohesive story because theatrical is a little bit confusing at times because it cuts important scenes. Honestly, I'll be bold to say, besides the obvious Snyder Cut, but then again, that's just like a different movie. This might be the best like extended edition ever. Because like the Lord of the Rings movies, they're great on their own, the theatrical mm. cut, and the extended just kind of adds to it if you're like a huge fan. But I think the BVS, the fact that it changes the entire movie fills in so many gaps yeah and what it does for the film as a whole i would say it's the best i agree because I don't, I don't even consider the snyder cut an extended edition no it's a, it's different a totally movie. different movie yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah but your boys here at you know fandom rant we love bvs and consider it top tier comic book movies mm-hmm. and even probably our favorite oh um it's my third favorite superhero movie of all time, and it's my second favorite second favorite movie of the 2010 decade. It's yeah. definitely top 10. I definitely think it's my second favorite right behind Days of Future Past. That's right. Mine will always be The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. But guys, we are going to talk about this movie and, you know, our, our favorite scenes. You know, I have a list of controversial topics we'll discuss because I know all of us, you know, have... Pretty unpopular opinions that, you know, some characters I mean, yeah. in this movie are actually amazing. Lex, Batman. Doomsday. Um, Doomsday oh, was, yeah. well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the design for Doomsday. You, you take what you, you, take what you get. <laughs> you take what you get. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about cultural impact and, you know, how this film really, in our minds, set the bar high for comic yeah. book movies. Critics, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this whole episode is an unpopular opinion oh yeah no i think actually oh, yeah there's most people that you know i mentioned to them they you know they usually hate it all oh, bbs save martha you yeah know, it's always same old same old it's always the same things yeah so yeah. but every person i've explained it or have seen the ultimate edition i've never heard a bad thing about the ultimate edition besides you austin if you're listening yeah Honestly, I, I have grown from being like scared to mention that I like BVS in public to the point where I'm like, you don't guys care. don't like you guys don't like BVS. Yeah, yeah. I think the Snyder Cut movement also normalized liking BVS as well because that's become so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we are constantly hanging around Peter and Steven. You know, they glorify oh, yeah. that film. 
Um, it BBS is, it is, Lords. It is worth its glorification. You know, oh, hell yeah. It's a yeah. fantastic movie. And I think with the Snyder Cut coming out, and when it, once it ends up being like a huge success, people will go back and rewatch that movie, or at least for, for the first time, watch the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. yeah. See some minds being changed. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, one of the last things we'll talk about are, you know, how this movie is a direct, you know, I wouldn't say prequel, but it's the movie you need to see before you understand the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah, you definitely need... Because that, yeah, Batman's character in this movie has a reverse character arc. He's totally different in the Snyder Cut. Um, Superman's dead in the Snyder Cut at first. Um, But, you know, before we hop into this, we want to hear from you guys. So we put out on social media, you know, just a, a form, you know, give us what you actually think about this movie because i think we have our ideas i i personally think this movie is a masterpiece yeah of cinema not only just a great comic book story but also tells a great film story yeah um but it's not that popular of opinion um oh not at all because one of our our responses is from the review show (laughs) who says in all caps it's a complete garbage. It's a complete garbage. It's a complete garbage. I want to find every copy and burn it. And now this is Austin, who was on our previous episode, you know, talking about WandaVision. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like it. And then a comment from Matt Butler before Austin even said that. Screw Austin. <laughs> Screw Austin. Um, and then obviously Peter Moses, who's been on multiple episodes, says, you know, masterpiece, work of art, legendary, comic book, come to life, pure cinema. And also, Peter, by the way, to the audience, he hates this film. Yeah, absolutely. Dis- disgusting. Yeah. And then another quote by Peter, the most un- misunderstood movie of the decade, which I think is very that true. Actually might that might be, be true. Besides Captain Marvel, obviously. Oh, yeah. The wrong, the reverse. Um, I feel like Captain Marvel, though, majority of people never really fully enjoyed it. I mean, the people who are like actually yeah. truly love the movie, but I feel like casual fans are like, yeah, yeah. yeah. BBS yeah. is definitely very polarizing. Remember that one guy that Brie Larson took a selfie with and said, this guy's seen Captain Marvel 50 times. You guys remember that? <laughs> quote Evan Kensler. Oh. Simp. 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 It was so funny. Now we that were... is what you call an imposter and sussy. And sussy. <laughs> we were <laughs> sus. We were re- <laughs> the quick story real quick. We were Ooh, just rewatching we BVS footies. like, uh, was it two nights ago? It was last Friday night. It was Friday, 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 Friday night. night. Hey, me Sunday. too. Yeah, we were all re-watching it. Yeah. And it was so funny because Ryan was like, oh, this movie's so great. It's just a masterpiece. Oh, and then uh, Evan, like it, like almost automatic response was simp. No, you know what was funny yeah. about that too? It's so the scene funny. where Bruce is walking to put flowers on his parents' grave. No, yeah, and then Evan just goes <laughs> simp, yeah, simp, 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 simp. <laughs> his dead parents. <laughs> yeah, and then one last quote and response was from our buddy Fernando. He says. I never realized how bad the theatrical release was until I saw the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Yeah. Editing is very important. Oh. Yeah. Editing is very important. Yeah. Because like, the theatrical is super choppy. There's just so... There's huge, huge chunks left out. And like glaring plot points that just... Oh, just when watching no the theatrical, yeah. is like, how did we get that? Or how did this happen? Why are we here? Type yeah. of things. And that's what's so great about the Ultimate Edition. All those, even the all the subplots actually add up. They connect. They connect. Which is kind of rare. It's with so subplots they don't sometimes. feel useless. Mm-hmm. 
Because usually the goal of a subplot is it's you know connecting to a much yeah, bigger plot to the main plot. plot. Yeah. So what that's what BVS does brilliantly is that yeah. all the smaller plot points, you know, Superman's investigation of Batman, mm-hmm. Lois's investigation of the bullets into LexCorp, yeah, uh, Batman's hatred of Superman. It's all correlating yep. into one big goal, one big mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So that's that's what's great about it. Yeah. The thing I love about this movie is it starts with Batman's perspective of the end of Man of Steel, which I love. That's with, one of the best you know, openings I've seen. Of Metropolis and Gotham, where in, you, in Superman's perspective, Man of Steel, it, he seems heroic. Yeah. He's stopping Zod. He's saving the day. Yeah. From Batman's perspective, driving his Kia Soul, he. Oh, it was a Jeep. Was it Jeep? Oh, <laughs> it was his Jeep. Jeep. I apologize. It was a Jeep. Matt Black Jeep. You know, and, and there's like some pretty sad moments where, you know, he's yeah. hugging a girl, looking at the sky, and like, you know, he sees. Superman and Zod coming down. They yeah, just look like a threat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some little girl just lost their mom. Yeah. yeah. It's the half of a city just got ashed. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's really cool in seeing that too because I remember one of the biggest complaints about Man of Steel is like, oh no, Superman's saving us again. It's like half the city destroyed. So it, it really does like hit to the point with BVS is like, yeah. this is the the reason why they did that was like, or at least why I think Zach did that is like, it's a bigger point. It's a yeah. step towards Batman's perspective on Superman mm-hmm. in which you totally understand why you would think he's 100%. a threat. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, because yeah, no one views him as Superman. Like specifically in yeah. documents, it calls him the Superman. Yeah. Um. So he's at this point he's kind of, he's a very controversial figure, which yeah. I love so much. Like most comic books, very movies, realistic. It just kind of I don't mean to take a bash to MCU because it's just it's a different taste. Yeah. Where you know Civil War kind of tried touching you know the controversy yeah. of heroes, um, but that just kind of got pushed to the back. This is really at the forefront. Yeah. Um, and one thing I want to mention is BVS doesn't actually mean versus it actually stands for Batman V Superman, like a trial. Um, so like a trial case, they're both on, um, you know, trial together, both Um, perspectives. Exactly. You know, I I love like going back on that first scene. I I love it so much, not only because it's a cool tie into Man of Steel and it's like, we're picking up right where we left off but it's just like it's one of the few times where you instantly understand the oppose you know the opposers like perspective oh, yeah. and being you instantly understand why batman would be pissed yeah but then it also yeah. makes you think about like and also like in real life like you, there's so many people that you just don't see their side of the story mm-hmm. and i feel like in movies you side even though they make my make controversial decisions since you've seen their story you you follow them, but in exactly. real life you wouldn't do that. Yeah. You just see the outcome. You see what's on the media. Mm. You just see what they did and the outcome of it, but you don't see what it led up to that. You don't know their personal trials, and I think that's what BVS highlights very much. So no yeah. one wants to see Clark Kent no. take on the bat. Batman. No, no. It's not like where yeah. we bought the tickets. That's <laughs> kind of cool. It's like this whole movie is like an homage to a court case where the viewers are the jury. And they're deciding, well, who's right? Whose motives are more important? Or, you know, have weight? Superman or Batman? Um, they both do. Yeah, they both and do. They're both like yeah. equal. Like, because yeah. you understand both. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, there are, like we mentioned before, this is the type of movie where you got to watch it multiple times until you really understand the plot. Yeah. Um, because you're gonna miss small things like yeah. just recently when we when we rewatched it, 
I, I had no idea how kryptonite came into play, but like there's several oh, things they say. I didn't even that notice kryptonite that kryptonite in this universe was yeah, created. I had, I had that question as yeah. a, an outcome of the, the world engine yeah, terraforming, the Earth. terraforming the Earth. Um, so like in the Indian Ocean, that was where one of the world engines yeah. were. Um, so that's like kind of a subtle thing where like yeah. it was formed. Yeah. On planet Earth, which, yeah. yeah. Because usually in, like, the original comics and, like, you know, the original movie from the 80s with uh, Christopher Reeves, it's a, it's a meteorite that's coming from a destroyed part of Krypton that hits yeah. Earth. But in this, it's, like, the world engine caused to make kryptonite, which I think is actually really cool. I think that's mm-hmm. even better, better because it's, like, what's the coincidence of just yeah, kryptonite tonight. landing on Earth? Yeah, it, makes, just, like, it kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, like, with, like, you know, it, it being made and the process, of, you know, of, like, yeah. transforming into another Krypton makes sense. Yeah. Which also perfectly ties in to man of steel i just i love how well they interwove both of these films no, no zach made zach does a really good job of like tidying up yeah he like makes sure there's no real loose ends and yeah. that's what he does such a great job with bvs is that there's usually an, always an answer for everything and it's not spoon fed to you like a lot of other films you mm-hmm. have to really look for it that's, that's what the, i really like i love there's and Ryan very, does there's love very little exposition like like um you know for one example understanding the bat brand at first, you're like, oh, no one actually says the Bat brand is Batman's way of saying this is the criminal that needs to die. Because, you know, Batman yeah. usually kind of works with criminals and taking down other criminals. Kind of how, you know, the judicial system works with, like, you know, agents working, like, kind of in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, but, like, they say, like, little hints in the movie where they just say random things. You pick up on that. Yeah. But no one actually says he does this because of this. Yeah. Um. So there's like things like that you really need to pay attention. He's branding him because he won't kill him, but the inmates yeah, will. The inmates he's will. Asking, yeah, he's basically. basically saying this guy is so horrible that I branded him. Yeah, the so Batman he... himself has branded him as this guy's. He's trash. Never he's garbage. Absolute garbage. When Clark Kent went to go interview that guy's wife, and she was like, "Oh, he was a good guy. He's a father." So he Literally, was a father. the scene that he got arrested. This might have been a sex trafficker. <laughs> sex trafficker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice guy, though. But yeah, I, I would, I would make bold claims, guys, to say that the score in this, maybe it's not even that bold. The score in this Man of Steel, one of my favorite movie scores of all time. Oh no, the score is amazing. Oh, dude, I'd say it's up there with Star Wars, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Dude, starting off with Beautiful Eye. Oh, oh my god. Nuts. Not to mention that scene. First word spoken is Martha showing Martha. What a time. the death scene. I wonder if that'll be important later. Nah. Nah. You know, the first word should have been Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Save Clone Arby's. But I think one of my favorite things about this movie is Batman. Oh, um, and just yeah. seeing like a and a lot of people didn't like this a dark Batman oh, that I would kills. Love to address I know that. Devin. I want Devin. Oh to talk my god, about this. Devin's How, been fighting this since day one. Well, this really is like a reverse Batman character arc where he used to be the animated series Batman, yeah. but it's been like what you said. Like we've been in Gotham twenty years, it's twenty you know plus years. Yeah, yeah. Alfred. This is an old. This is like How many in good the guys game. Are left? Batman. How many stayed that way? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Devin, what would you say to the people who say, I don't Whoa. like a dark Batman who kills? It's just like, which also makes no sense. He's the darkest superhero there is. And for audiences that don't know, I'm a huge Batman stan. Oh, yeah. I, while, I, while we were watching recently, 
every, every scene with Batman doesn't be like, actually, you know, this took heavy inspiration from the Arkham games. <laughs> every, every little Arkham now, I'm like, guys, Arkham. <laughs> hey, did you know that the Bat logo on his chest actually represents bats? No. 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 Thank you, Devin. <laughs> Thank you, Devin. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, no. Okay. My stance, this is why, I, as much as I love Bale's Batflex, you know, every day it grows to be my favorite live action take. Ooh. And this was coming from the guy who wasn't excited when Ben Affleck was casted originally. I was. I was. I said, I remember it it too when it got announced. I told Devin we were in eighth grade social studies. I told him, dude, Ben Affleck just got cast as Batman. I'm excited for this. I said it first. I said it first. Clint's safe on the ground. He's true. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? So, anyway, going back to how I feel about it, I think, and especially with a lot of the live action versions, Batman killing is almost necessary. Because if you really think about it, I mean, like, this is my, like, I think it's hypocritical for people to say is because, you know, you, you, you take the MCU, for example, the bright, happy, you know, enjoyable, fun MCU. They're killing people left and right. Oh, yeah. Oh, the first my First time God. Iron Man shows up. <laughs> and they're terrorists. So it's justifiable. So that's why I'm always like, why isn't it not justifiable, especially with, like, human, tra- the sex trafficker guy? Why is it wrong to brand them like that? And and the second thing is like all these guys he kills in the movies, is it, none of them are innocent. The only innocent life he would have pro- would have taken would have been Superman. Yep. That's when he would have crossed the line. That's yeah. where there's no point return. But yeah. That's the thing about this movie is it you know hones in yeah. and really ad- addresses that yeah. part of Batman where he used to be you know the guy who found a different way. Um, to take someone down instead of killing, mm-hmm. but now he's like honestly, if you're in my way. I- I'm sorry, you're going to die. I think with the, the no-kill rule only really translates well in the comics and in animated series. Yeah. Which is a very compelling thing because it makes it for a compelling storytelling, not having to kill the villain. But at the end of the day, the only reason why that exists is though that Batman doesn't kill every single villain he encounters. Yes. But, you know, I like that even the comics and even, you know, like if you watch ever watch the Batman under the Red Hood, they directly address this. Mm-hmm. Yep. You you let the Joker live every single time. So every death that the Joker, you know, inflicts upon people, it's Batman's fault at yeah. the end of the day. He let that happen. So I think when you take it into live action, even Bale's like the no kill rule is somewhat there. But we all know he like definitely oh, breaks it. He kills Harvey outright. He kills Harvey dead. He, he kind of him off the roof. He kind of he kind of blur the line with Ra's al Ghul because they're like, oh, I don't, I, you know, I don't have to, I don't, I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm not gonna save you. And even but, like he straight up, he straight up mercs Harvey though. He, yeah. He, he pushes him off a cliff because he had to do what had to be, be done. done, and which I think is just more of a realistic, you know cooler way of going about it. And I'm not saying he kills every single villain, but like characters like the Joker. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I enjoy Batflick because that's just – it's a very comic book version but in the way I like to see it in a realistic way. Like, mm-hmm. That's what's so cool about BVS. It's such an exaggerated premise yeah, but such a realistic – Oh, no. It feels so realistic. Like, and this... even Nolan comments on that and that's yeah. what – he's like it's amazing how Zack can have such a, a realistic – it feels like a political point of drama. View. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, it feels like a political Re- thriller. Realistic storytelling and, you know, the way how it's filmed with such an exaggerated, I mean, a guy who's like yeah. indestructible, 
It's Superman. Oh, and he does it so well. You, you know what I love about Zach too? He manages to somehow humanize Superman. He oh, still somehow. Yeah. I yeah. think he still somehow manages to humanize Superman. That even like the most powerful man, with all of his strength and, and all of his power. Yeah. At still at the end of the day, he calls his mom to ask how to fix a problem. Yeah. That's and just really when cool. you think in Man yeah. of Steel he can't get any more down to earth, BVS goes next level. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, let's talk about maybe some characters that most people don't like, Lex Honestly, Luthor. Yeah, oh, I feel like dude. majority of people agree with Batman. I had yeah, I, Ben Affleck is an awesome Batman. Yeah, I had, a, um, but a lot of people don't like Lex Luthor in this, this movie. This is true. I had a huge character arc with Jesse Eisenberg, Me Lex too. Luthor, because I hate like first like viewing is like I hated this, but like what I've noticed about myself every time I watch BVS, I'm like, dude, Jesse Eisenberg like steals the show sometimes. Yeah, he's honestly probably like. He actually might be my favorite part of the film. I'm not gonna lie. I love Jesse Eisenberg for first more than Batman. It well, no, no, no. Ben Affleck is great, but it's just because besides no, he, he does steal he, the show. He they wrote him so well, yeah, they and did. they make him. They they Zach did such a great job on making a modern day Lex Luthor. Yeah, where he's like he's not like the confident car salesman that we're used to seeing yeah. like in animated like, series like when he walks in a room like, he yeah. deserves respect he's like a powerful yeah. bald man he's yeah. like the anti-tony yeah. stark i mean this lex luther is the son of that one yeah but i'm not not gonna that's stupid yeah. i think that's i think that is kind of like it's an excuse but it's like a more modern take of like you know like anti-social like he's still he's still as smart oh, as lex luther heavy anxiety he's social <laughs> yeah it's a very modern like like uh the moses brothers have mentioned before on the pod he's silicon valley it's like yeah. it's like if mark zuckerberg ironically yeah or jeff bezos was to become like lex luther yeah, yeah. And even his motives are not even that far fetched. No, he's no. you a see bad everyone. Guy, but... You see everyone's point yeah, in because this film. Lex Luthor was abused by his dad, and that's that's also something. There's it's very you, subtle. Never do they ever say like an exposition. I was abused by my dad. So seeing Superman as a, uh, a you know a god figure and never saved me, I don't like him. They never say that. You have to pick up on subtle things. Yeah. Like no one. He says no one ever saved me from daddy's fists of abomination. Yeah, and that's the only time they mention it. Yeah, so that's the real reason he wants Superman gone and feels like trust he's him at all. a false yeah. god and a yeah. false image of hope. That one, it's kind of like he almost has like the same. He almost has the most the same view as Batman, but a more extreme view. Yeah, where he's like he'll do at anything at any cost mm-hmm. to get rid of Superman because God can't be all power. If God's yeah, all powerful, it can't be all good. Yeah. And if he's all good, he can't be all powerful. Because it's like yeah, I mean both Lexes and Batmans. Uh, motives kind of align together because yeah. they both have the same fear at any moment this guy can tear down the earth if he just wanted yeah. to yeah there's not a damn thing he, we can do about it that's true it's just true it's like yeah yeah they don't i mean because like i said we see superman's side we see superman's story they do mm-hmm. not yeah any moment this guy can flip yeah, flip a coin and you can turn and the whole plan to ash. how many lives would that be? How many lives would that cost? Yeah, and you already saw what he did with Metropolis like yeah. two years beforehand the movie started. So why wouldn't yeah. you think he could do that to the entire planet, even though of all the good that he has done? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what Lex is? It's like Lex, he doesn't trust anyone but himself with power. Yeah. He thinks he's the only person that should be in charge and mm-hmm. that only he should be the one making the decisions at the end of the day and that yeah. everyone else is wrong but him. 
Yeah. yeah, and like an inferior, he only trusts the power in his hands. What is it like an infer- inferior uh, inferiority? I can't pronounce Inferi- it. It's a very narcissistic narcissist viewpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. A narcissistic viewpoint. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, I can't think of the word. Can't yeah. pronounce it. But uh, inferiority complex? complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lex is an awesome character, and like even so quotable. The, the, the great, the greatest thing about him is not only is he so quotable, but he is literally pulling no pun intended pulling the strings of yeah. batman and superman like he's sending superman so you know letters smart. you know trying to edge him on to you know batman's kind of a criminal let me investigate that whereas he's sending batman things about you know his employees that are extremely offended by superman and like that one guy who lost his legs yeah yeah um where he's like you let your family die so he's, like he's so smart and he's always yeah. like three or four steps ahead of Dude, both of them yeah. yeah all intercepting the letters from the guy who lost his legs and mm-hmm. saying like you let your family die sending that guy that batman had branded to the prison in metropolis so yeah. batman could see him or like you know hear about him getting like killed so they both have a viewpoint on or each so other Superman, yeah clark could hear about that. that yeah what i also like about this version of lex luther is that since he's the more, you know, nerdy, like, Silicon Valley, it's – I like that it's more polarizing between him and Superman. Just like how Batman and the Joker are opposite sides of the spectrum. Anarchy versus justice. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's absolute strength and power unlimited versus power in the opposite sense. Brains. Brains mm-hmm. and uh, – in in financials yeah. <laughs> in financials and in financials <laughs> yeah. and i just love that because you see like you see both of them on the rooftop it's like it's superman like lex it's not like a typical yeah. comic book fight where their power levels are equal it's yeah. in their mind and you even see the next and like moments later superman is kneeling down to him and it's just like look, who God has the power in that situation yeah. yeah yeah because he has his mom captain well, which well, i think yeah. is so sad and dark he's just throwing out his you know visco pictures that's my of fire that's my Martha. fire <laughs> what do you give Clark, a mother of a devil. It's a witch. Witch. Um, But yeah, one of my favorite quotes of this movie too. He's so oldest oldest lie in America is that power is innocent. Which, if you don't know what that quote means, because Evan, when we watch that, he's like, "What does that even mean?" Devils don't come from hell beneath us. No, they come from the sky. Oldest lie in America: power is innocent. Basically, means power, which can't be innocent. You'll always abuse power in the Bible. The devil came from the heavens. Yeah, he's an archangel, and which is also an allusion. Oh my to gosh! Superman. So many biblical pips. references. Oh in this my god! Movie. Oh yeah. yeah! Like obviously, what's the, the death, painting called? That that's a real life painting. The death of. Uh, I mean, uh, probably just a crucifiction. No, Ryan. When you that, point out the crosses oh, in the background, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, so, Zach!" You know, like one thing about Lex too is like his goal was to get you know he doesn't really care about Batman, but to kill Superman. You know, he had them verse each other. Um, but he had a and, fail and, safe. You know, it makes sense. But he had a fail, fail safe, safe, which is already in the works. Yeah. Doomsday. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we know, all know the story. Superman, you know, sacrifices himself to kill Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, after he dies, when they're bringing him down, there's a famous painting of Jesus dying from the cross, and they're bringing him down in, like, swaddling clothes. And they literally yeah. create that with crosses, crosses in the background. Yeah. 
Oh well, like he, nice. like yeah, no, I, I do love even the... in the nightmare sequence when you know Batman is hanging. There's two guys, one guy to the left, one guy to the right of him. It's literally Jesus on the cross. There was a sinner on the left and the right. No, it's just I it's just, just love like the subtlety. It's Zach's... so subtle. <laughs> Zach's subtlety. You know, actually, as, as I think Christian, it is actually pretty that. subtle. Yeah. It's just to us, it's like damn. <laughs> no, Zach. no, the word the the probably the one that's like most on the nose is the one Devin pointed out to me is. Um, when Superman's death and it's Kennedy, Kennedy been shot. Kennedy be shot. <laughs> shot. <laughs> it's like the equivalent in this universe. You know, what I also really like that about kind of just all of the you know the Snyderverse in general. There's always an in-world explanation of it, like even in a scientific way. Like I was like wondering, like how did Superman, like in Man of Steel, you know, they just shot him straight to Earth. Like wouldn't that take like thousands oh, of years but they use the, the phantom drive but they use the wormhole the phantom drive see there's always subtle explanations like even the terraforming thing i didn't honestly it, until the last time we watched it that was like the only thing i just did not understand like where did kryptonite come from i always thought it came like, from the oh, ship too terraforming okay because <laughs> i always just assumed that all the kryptonian ships were kryptonite but no, like not, not as a yeah. not pure kryptonite yeah you know what i'm saying like how they do with Sorry, Ryan. How they do with Beskar? It's not always 100% Beskar. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what's something that I noticed. Uh, I don't know if you guys. So this is always wondered how, how and when Superman found out that Bruce Wayne was Batman. I think I finally figured out. He found out. The, he found out the party. Oh yeah. He found out. The, I don't know why. I don't know why it took me that long to make oh, that connection. I mean, yeah, he, 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 he overheard it. He overheard it. You can hear Alfred. Elston, yeah. yeah. So and like Lex oh knew, knew the entire time. Oh, oh Lex Lex has Lex has been knowing both identities. Yeah. But that's the thing. Also, something very important to mention, which ties perfectly into the Martha scene. Batman Bruce Wayne didn't know Clark Kent was Superman. He didn't even care to know because yeah. he just no. viewed Superman as an alien. You know, yeah, he either didn't, way it wouldn't affect yeah. him. Yeah, no, he had no idea that you know this guy might have a family on Earth or anything. He just you know viewed him as an alien who came here, destroyed the planet. Yeah, he just views him as like. You know, two-dimensional, whereas, you know, we obviously know he's adopted by the Martha, Martha and Pa Kent. Um, and, you know, this actually definitely solves the, you know, Superman wearing the glasses, you know, hiding his identity type of thing. It's just, I think in the Snyderverse, it, it's a really cool explanation because it's just so simple. It's just like no one's really, no one who's been in the same room as, you know, Superman and Clark yeah. already know that he's both. Yeah. Everyone else has only seen one or one. You know something that's so interesting about this movie? I just kind of realized this. In normal comic book movies about superheroes, your real identity is you, and then your your other identity is your superhero. Um, but like in this movie, Superman's real identity is like it's Superman, and then Clark Kent is same, just kind of like you know. Same thing with Batman. Batman yeah. is the exact same. Oh yeah. Like Bruce Wayne is the mask of Batman. Oh yeah, he yeah. doesn't enjoy. He always has to put on the Playboy yeah. like type of thing, which is. They make it so subtle in the movie because there's like several moments I always think of, like when he's when he stops talking to the Asian chick in mm. the movie. You know where you are. And just totally <laughs> I went to the bathroom. He's just like, oh, I, oh, I like your shoes. Outfit. And then just after his smile the, fades into the biggest brooding face. You know what kills me is when he's talking to Clark. He's like, oh, sorry, pretty girl, bad habit. Yeah, <laughs> I like no, but that's probably my favorite switch because he can't help himself at that point. This is such a pissed off and rageful yeah. batman because he's been 20 years of doing this mm-hmm. like shit's gonna wear on him so it's just like i love that little switch in the conversation where yeah. it's not bruce anymore yeah no it's bat and the, yeah. the thing i love most about this movie is like most things in life things change because of one pivotal moment 
rather than you know changing over time and in this movie batman's character switches like you just turn that switch off when superman mentions martha oh yeah which um, is a wish we should probably tackle because that's like a lot the of people. biggest if you guys have listened the biggest to episodes we've mentioned this a million times oh, why yeah. the martha scene makes so much sense but just you know diving into this again in that moment when he yeah. says you're letting them kill martha literally ptsd saying his mom's name and then when lois comes in and says that's his favorite tv show i mean that's his mother's <laughs> name he realizes shoot this guy is more human than me yeah yeah um so like in an instant he realizes shoot <laughs> I'm, the monster. The monster. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the monster yeah i'm the villain yeah he's yeah. the one who needs to be stopped um which I just, they do that so perfectly. Like the camera, after that, it's like a good Why 20 seconds just on Batman where the yeah. camera is shaky. Yeah. You see Ben Affleck's reaction. Which is something they established in the first few moments of the film. Oh, yeah. They the wanted more, to make that clear. That scene, yeah. Which is like, because a lot of people see it and they look at it like surface level in the way that, oh, oh we're said seeing Mar- Batman. his mom's name. Oh, they stop fighting. We got to see Batman's death again because it's for this universe. But in that way, the only reason that they really showed it, per se, is because to bring it back, back. later on because yeah. it ties it together. Yep. They're realizing that he's, like you said, mm-hmm. more human than he currently is. Yeah. He's like, Which wow. is funny. And not to yeah. mention, you know, the sound editing is amazing because they're playing yeah. Beautiful Eye in the beginning and then they play that again. In that scene with Martha, where he, you know, has a flashback, PTSD, because, you know, it, it just pulls that emotion of the music back into that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they re-cue Beautiful Lie. Yes. Yeah. Always gets Which I feels. think was actually more emotional in Wonder Woman 84. Oh, way more. When Wonder oh, Woman yeah. is talking to Pedro Pascal about yeah. being the better person. Mm-hmm. And Beautiful yes! Lie starts playing. <laughs> I can't stop! <laughs> Gosh. That movie's so much better than BBS. I don't even oh, like talk about this I like anymore. how she just couldn't do anything about wind. I know. Yeah, wind. I know. She's just against the wall. Like, wind always you can breaks change Wonder Woman. Your future. I don't even remember what she said. That's bad. I mean, the worst was when they play um, Sunshine and Kia D. Oh, my God. She's when she starts flying. flying. Even though in the most pivotal part. While we're talking about Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman in this movie. Oh, my God. Her entrance. actress. Here. Dude, steals the show that entrance is awesome i love that entrance, entrance. Oh, and that, it's, hearing that theme for the first time in theaters was like yeah. damn okay that's, that's also yeah. something about you know these dc movies is each character has their own theme like batman's is dark and brooding superman's is hopeful and yeah, epic and inspiring Wonder Woman's is just like flat out epic and yeah badass. yeah and Very they play that at pivotal moments yeah um something i think the mcu is lacking in personally um but yeah, Wonder Woman scenes are epic. No, it's so cool. And I even asked the boys, like, what is a better entrance per se, Spider-Man and Black Panther versus Wonder Woman? Oh, Which is like Wonder everybody Woman. says Spider-Man or yeah. Spider-Man and Black Panther, but those are incredibly great intros. But her showing up in the suit with her theme oh, at the same time. That would, that's so cool. I mean, it, breaking those moments so apart, cool. the most epic for me personally is Wonder Woman's. But I think... Overall, I think it was cooler to see Spider-Man. In Is she with War. you? I thought she was with, with you. I've killed things on other worlds before. It's just so cool. And she's... I, uh, that's an awesome... Oh, the casting's in this movie. Casting's perfect. perfect. Yeah, no. I think the only design I don't 
like is Doomsday. Oh, can we yeah. can we talk about Doomsday? Um, where he just looks like juiced sloth from the Goonies. You know, <laughs> I always had such the biggest problem with Doomsday, but realizing how because Zach does this really good, like the same thing he did with Kryptonite, where he didn't follow like the, you know the the exact comic book way of doing it, where it was just like it was just made. Where like you know Doomsday comes from another planet and he crashes on Earth and he terrorizes it, mm-hmm. but in, you know BVS connects to Man of Steel. Lex creates Doomsday from zod's body yeah Yeah. so in the way doomsday is zod but just you know different which i love your doomsday yeah lex's line if man can't kill god the devil will do it the devil will do it the devil will do it Um, but that that fight is is actually it's pretty good and you know what like honestly the only thing i have problem with doomsday is the, the the design yeah yeah but doomsday is always brought in to do one thing and that's like to cause destruction and kill superman mm-hmm. yeah it's like so and it, he always does and he kill always superman, superman. At least most of the time yeah so that's what His always ends up, yeah that's what I mean, all ends up always happening i mean i like i know like oh they mentioned like briefly like when lex is creating doomsday he says another def- or the voice of the ship says another deformity that shall never again be created so clearly that doomsday the real Doomsday has already been created and is out there. Well, which is a um, nod to the comics, too, because in the comics, Doomsday is created on Krypton. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then, cool. I mean, so yeah. this is like a human hybrid, I guess. So, it, yeah. plus he grows the spikes as he gets more powerful. Yeah, Still not as good I as I want the design to I be. I think the reason yeah. why I let it go is because it's such a cool tie in for Man of Steel. Oh, no, the tie in's amazing. Like, like just, I said, I love how interwoven it is. Like I said, Zach, a lot of superhero movies don't do that. There's not, there's yeah. no loose ends. Zach always makes everything nice and tidy. Yeah, That's why I appreciate about him most they, probably. They start, they stop, different story. We're doing yeah. this next story. This is so interwoven and with this universe, which is going to be so yeah. cool in Snyder Cut because Man of Steel connects to BBS. Mm-hmm. So it builds upon it. It's like, it's like a Jenga, basically. Yeah. And these three movies, Man of Steel, BBS, Snyder Keeps Cut. Keeps going and going and going. I like a... In my opinion, like a three-movie character arc to Superman. The first one's an intro to this character. second one is this question, is he a hero? Can we trust him? Yeah. And I think Doomsday, at the end of the day, he really is just like a, you know, a metaphor for a the sacrifice for Superman. And once Superman makes that sacrifice, then people come to know him as Superman and the, the savior, hero. the hero. hero. Um, so obviously when he comes back in the Snyder Cut, he'll be, you know... The Superman. And you know what's the one thing that I love about Superman the most in BVS is the reaction people have to him. Because if Superman did exist in yeah, today's society, I fully agree. we would be talking about him oh, yeah. all the time. Like it, someone says, yeah. like there's no question that the most powerful figure should be the most controversial. Of controversy. Yeah. yeah, the most controversial man in the world. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like, yeah. we always have controversial discussions because of Devin. He's the most powerful figure in 1028. Yes. Of course he's going to be the most controversial. But I just love, like, the... Because that's, that, that's the most realistic yeah, reaction to one of the most outlandish characters to probably ever be Which created. Because uh, this might even be unpopular. More, more realistic than people MCU. People who've seen The Boys, because they're also, you know, they do the mature rating... I think some things are realistic like that, but I feel like if a Superman was that evil and the people would already be hating him from the start. And yeah. that's why I love BVS because they'll hate him from the start no matter what he does, even though one of my favorite Superman quotes, maybe he's just a guy trying to do the right thing. Mm. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. He's not this god like, yeah, he is in terms of his powers, 
But in terms of that, he's, he's just he's, he's just, a kid who grew up in Kansas. He's just yeah. a guy who wants to do the right thing. thing. Yeah, that's why yeah. I love that. I love that quote. Mm-hmm. And like like what Peter has said on the pod too before, Superman's not necessarily dark. It's it's the issues that he has to deal with and the movies surrounding him. Yeah. The, the real life world is dark. Yeah, there's no easy answer. You it's can't not, you can't save everyone. Yeah, saving cat out of the tree, yeah. And smiling. Yeah, like even with his dad, Pa Kent, when he dies in Man of Steel, that moment is like he even mentions in Man of Steel, my dad died because he believed so firmly that the world wasn't ready for him. And then BBS, we see, well, he was kind of right. Right, the world, yeah, the world was not, not re- ready, ready at all. The world wasn't ready for him. But the thing um, is, is that even by the end of BBS, like the world will never be ready. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you got to show up. If you seek his monument, right. look around you. Look around you. I also made that replica in <laughs> Minecraft for 1028. <laughs> you, you seek yeah. Iceman's monument. monument. Look around, around you. you. Um, but yeah, I also want to mention the action in this movie. Oh, the action's awesome! I think this is definitely the best action in any comic book movie. Period. It's, it's ones that I, you know, I it's good action. Re- when I might have to refute that with Man of Steel. But I think, but like that, that Man of Steel goes t- like it's neck and neck. But the though. choreography between oh the Batman yeah versus that, that, Superman, that no that fight scene yeah, is fantastic. And then obviously Batman warehouse scene, scene. the best oh, Batman fight scene will ever we'll get seen. And what was that inspired by, Ryan? Uh, something called the Arkham games, which I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck has played all of those. And I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck just recently said that he wanted to have a live action fight with Deathstroke, just like the boss battle in Arkham Origins. Uh, the teaser trailer. Another reason why I love Batfleck. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. and even during that fight with Batman and Superman, like it's kind of funny because it starts with so great Batman just, oh, just wants to take him down. Yeah. Um, and then Superman is really so kind of holding back because yeah. he's just like, you could kill him, really, bro. Like, yeah. let's talk. No, like, let's Superman's talk. trying to be, you know, reasonable, reasonable. And then Batman, you know, it's Batman. You know, he's he's he like, pushes Batman, he goes flying. <laughs> no, no, he's like, I understand. <laughs> My favorite part is when he has the kryptonite bomb. And oh. then he's like, breathe it in. Breathe it in. That's fear. But, breathe you know, when we were watching it, those are like Memories. Devin's Arizona burrito farts. Yes, dude. <laughs> so, you know, deadly. Breathe no Kryptonian could take that. That's fear. That's fear. Um, yeah. You know what's so cool, just like in that scene? It's just like the man, the most powerful man, got used on a smoke bomb who has x ray vision. The Batman completely tricked him, he completely eluded him. Yeah. So cool. Even how, while he's oh, in the mech suit. Exactly. Yeah. Which is like 400 pounds probably of pure like titanium. To, yeah. You know, that takes Superman's hits. Yeah. Which obviously, guys. That's not comfy. This movie and this battle too is kind of a, it's kind of an homage and takes inspiration from oh, the yeah. Dark Knight Returns Heavily. story. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's a line, you know, where he's like, um, believe me, I'll do it. That's believe line me. for line in Dark Knight Returns. Dude, mm-hmm. I, we, I quote that so much. Oh, we randomly <laughs> quote this at work all the time. Just I like believe PBS. you. That's what's so great. No one you, you know the fight world. scenes are good when you'll go out of your way to watch them on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Just like, oh, I want to watch the BBS fight right now. And like yeah. the theatrical, let's just take that scene, for example. Theatrical cuts out different parts of that fight scene like for example when he grabs that box and throws it over his head and hits a guy and smacks <laughs> his head on the back of the wall uh, theatrical yeah. there's no blood yeah it's like pg-13 uh, yeah. but obviously rated r yeah 
Plus, um, you don't see bat flicks butt cheeks in the theatrical. Another, oh, yeah. Probably my biggest reason why the theatrical <laughs> just sucks. Is inferior to the yeah, ultimate. You don't see yeah. Ben Affleck's cheeks. No, it's not, no. The con- it's not the connecting storyline with the bullet with Lois. It's Ben Affleck's butt yeah. cheeks. Now, now, I got a question, guys. What was more, like, what is more cinematically pleasing? Ben Affleck's cheeks or Hugh Jackman's cheeks in Days of Future Past? Oh. I don't know, man. Probably yeah. Hugh Jackman because yeah, you get more say. full shot of the cheek. You only <laughs> that get, is true. You only, you only get a tease with Bad Flag. That's true. It's like, damn. That's true. Bruce, come on. <laughs> and then there's Henry Cavill. Zach, cooking you dirty devil. The most oh, perfect <laughs> eggs. The most plastic looking eggs I've ever seen. You want some eggs? With you want these. some eggs? You, you think he even just turns the oven on and he just goes... <laughs> heat with vision. laser... Laser eyes. Why would he? Why would he? <laughs> Superman does a lot of things. Where he really doesn't need to do. He doesn't need to drink water. He doesn't need to eat food. By the way, if you want to know, Superman shaves. He looks in the mirror and he just uses, uses heat laser, vision. Yeah. Uses heat vision. There's no, obviously, any razor could cut Kryptonian hair. Kryptonian hair. Yes, but honestly, guys, it's been an awesome talk. We can and honestly talk about this all day. Oh, yeah, just, no. no, seriously, it's so oh, great. Probably one thing we should probably mention uh, is the Lois Lane side plot. Oh yeah, that's like it. Mm-hmm. That got hugely like put in to BVS. Like I know it wasn't the theatrical Which version at all. But you would think we would be talking about this like in a negative light. Yeah, yeah. But like it's actually like really important because you know Lois goes all you know detective on Lex Luthor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she discovers that's him like you know pulling the strings all along. Uh, you know that first scene where you know everyone blows up and they burn all the corpses and Superman yeah. saves the day. They make it look like you know Superman, Superman did, did that. that. Um, and then even at his court case, yeah, um, you know the bomb blows up in that guy's wheelchair covered in lead, and and initially I thought, oh, they tried making it look like Superman did it, um, like did that wherever he goes, there's destruction. But honestly, Lex was just trying to make a point that he's actually not as powerful as you think. Like yeah. he couldn't stop that he's explosion. He's just doing it in his nose. Yeah, he's just yeah. like just trying to irritate Superman. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. just so cool. And Lex is so so smart in this movie because once he knows he can't get the license like approved with the with the kryptonite, he's like, you know what? I got something better. I got the weapon. I need the warrior. And who best to do that is Batman without even telling him, without Batman even knowing he's White involved. Jesus. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So cool. He wanted Batman to steal the kryptonite so that he could do it himself because who's better qualified to take out Superman? Yeah, one, so cool. one of my favorite montages too is Batman training while creating the Kryptonite. Oh. Also, it oh, sucks that yeah. that tra- that music in the background, training music, Ryan, is only on YouTube. It yes. hurts me so much. I can't play that when I'm benching. Shout out, <laughs> shout I have out to, to play that on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah shout out to shout Peter because he told me that was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. When we would work out at ASU together, he would literally just airdrop it to me, and I just like every time I was gonna go for a max, I just here wait. Go back and okay, I'm good now. You gotta wait till the perfect <laughs> yeah to rep. exactly yep. Either that or flight from or not flight. Uh, oh yeah, how to train your dragon? I forget the flight song. I think it is flight. Yeah, is it flight? Test flight. Test, test flight. Test, test, flight. Yeah. test drive. Test, test drive. drive. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Um, Honestly, all today that's all I was doing at the gym was yeah. listening to BVS. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know. <laughs> now here's a good question: What's a better soundtrack, BVS or Man of Steel? I personally like Man of Steel better, yeah, but if I you like, cho- but if you choose BVS, I wouldn't be mad. No, it's like it's so tied. Yeah, the reason, I might pick BVS. The reason not I BVS, like uh, Man, Man of Steel. Steel. 
Yeah, I mean, oh. I choose BVS just because it has Man of Steel themes. Like it has flight. It has you other Wonder Woman themes, too. and then it adds on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I honestly I don't have a question. I think we can all agree that even though Man of Steel and BVS are awesome movies, we both like BVS more. Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. We think both. It's yeah, a better more. film overall, and it's yeah. more epic. It's just it doubles yeah. down. It's how oh, yeah, it just doubles. Be. Yeah, much better pace too. I just rewatched oh, Man of Steel the yeah. other day, and with BVS, it's just like BVS. Is, it's three hours long, but it doesn't feel like three hours. Man of Steel, I love Man of Steel, but it feels like a two and a half hour film. Yeah, yeah. Again, the, the pacing's kind of like kind of clunky sometimes. Yeah, at least, I think it's because at least for me, they wanted to do his origin out of order, which I'm actually fine with. I think that's yeah, cool no, I'm, no, I'm perfectly fine with that. We've too. gotten the Superman origin obviously in the original and before. So I was fine. I like that seeing different areas of life so we can get like basically flashbacks. So yeah, I was yeah. fine with that. But yeah, overall BVS, I mean obviously Batman's in it, so I'm gonna take that. Oh yeah. It's just a much better film in my Ranked opinion. number eight on our top twenty five list of sequels at Fandom Rant. Oh yeah. And I'm not ever going back on that. I'm not going uh, back on that number, either. It's great, yeah. great movie. And honestly, um, it's bad. When I first watched the theatrical, I would still would give that movie a sixty, a flat sixty percent. Yeah, you so what? The theatrical has like a twenty six percent. Yeah, like, come on, dude. I mean, like the theatrical is bad. It's but, bad, but it's like it's not unwatchable garbage. I have yeah. seen unwatchable garbage. Yeah, Mandalorian. Wandavision. Division. Yes. Oh yeah, this makes Wandavision look like nothing. Yeah. Oh no. Dirt. <laughs> if I give this a hundred percent run to like in my opinion, I maybe will give WandaVision a one. Just because of how great BVS is. Vision. That's it. But yeah, what would you guys rank this? Because you know, Ron Tomatoes doesn't really rank these movies the highest. You know, Man of Steel has maybe a seventy, I think. Um, or a sixty. BVS mm-hmm. has pretty low. They never actually have ranked the theat or the ultimate edition because it wasn't a theatrical release. Yeah. Um. But what would you guys rate it? I want to hear the lone gunman rating of I'll, Batman vs Superman. I'll I, say it. What are you gonna say? Ninety-eight. Oh. I give it a ninety-eight percent. I'm gonna be honest. I was finally. If I didn't have my problems with Doomsday, I'd give it a hundred. But honestly, that's. I can't think of anything else. Ninety-eight. I really, honestly, because all the problems I had before, the more I watched it, the more I'm like, well, yeah. And the more I'll enjoy things. Yeah. I always separate two things because I always have like my personal favorites. It may not be great, but I'll like it on my scale, mm-hmm. which is obviously going to be a ten for this movie. Yeah. But if I'm even being honest about the movie itself, purely honest, I'd have to agree with Clint. Yeah. I'd give it a ninety-eight or a ninety-five, a solid ninety-five. Yeah. Just because I feel like. I think they did a great job of showing Superman and Batman's motives, but I feel like Lex could have been a little bit fleshed out more with yeah, his, with his hatred yeah, with his hatred Superman. His, his hatred, yeah. Because it, it kind of just feels like his views on Superman is just purely philosophical, saying like, you know, because yeah. he didn't save me as a kid, this is, you know, a false image of, you yeah. know, a savior of the world. So he yeah, wants to I, defraud I that, that image. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, I feel like he goes to a lot of means just to prove his point, which maybe is just Lex's character, but maybe like, I don't know. I feel like Do for the general audience digging. who doesn't know yeah. Lex as much. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's I'm, very subtle. And when you watch them, you get it. But if you're yeah. just a general audience member, yeah, you're no, not going to fully understand why he hates Superman. Yeah. Besides and then, the philosophical. And then obviously aspect. we're huge. Like at the end of the day, even though I, like we gave this a big high score, it's like because 
one thing we're huge comic book fans and we're huge dc fans and the reason why we love this film so much is that it doesn't like zach doesn't like spoon feed you like because you know the mcu the people they're generated towards general audiences people who don't know comic books or comic book movies yeah so it's kind of like i don't, I don't want to say spoon fed but like you know it's handed Some, out to them yeah. pretty easily but with this it's like zach's trusting his audience more yeah yeah he's trusting his audience Which way is, more I, than... I like that perspective because no one also has that same perspective i mean like watch some of nolan's movie. watch tenet recently oh my god and yeah that's there's no such thing as spoon fed in that film Even on multiple occasions christopher nolan has you know complimented zach snyder oh, saying yeah. like yeah, I, I did Dark Knight, but that's a grounded approach. I can't imagine trying to do a grounded Superman. He produced, which, you know, um, yeah. and helped co-write Produ- Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Um, which even then, he like, there's quotes of him saying, you know, like, I, I didn't really do much. It's just like watching Zack Snyder and just helping him when he needs help. But like, yeah, it was really just him. Um, I think the reason why I love this movie so much. I mean, there's so many reasons, but if I if I was to pick like one of my top five is that not only is it a cool you know all the mythos we all love the dc and everything it's also a great story with having the action and the spectacle yes because a lot of mcu there is a lot of good elements of that and the best mcu films do have that Mm -hmm. but a good portion of those mcu films just have the spectacle they don't have the heavy story yeah Yeah. which is you know if you're just going in to watch an action movie i think that's perfectly fine yeah but I think the ones that last in the long run, mm. like the Dark Knights, this, the Man of Steel's, the first Iron Man's, even I would say Avengers. I would say Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Those are the ones yeah. that last, that yeah. balance both spectacle the and gyms. The gyms. The gyms. Yes, the gyms. Hey, the Cubans, Here's the Monte Cristos. Monte Cristos. While, you know... While we get close to the Snyder Cut releasing, like you might even listen to this episode after the Snyder Cut even yeah. came out. Yeah. Um. So here's a question. So obviously, Man of Steel, BVS, the Snyder Cut, it's honestly like a three movie arc for Superman, and kind of like a trilogy. Yeah. So at the end of the day, oh, how would this rank? Like once it's done, I think this would be up there with my favorite trilogies. You know, Star Wars, Lord of the if Rings. If this was counted as a trilogy. It would definitely be up there. I view it as, yeah. Well, you know, I view it. We'll just have to see for Justice League then. Yeah, if yeah. Justice League lives up to all the hype and is just Damn. as good as BVS, I, th- I think it could be amazing. Yeah, I think as Snyder Cut might be so great. I think I'll still like BVS and Man of Steel more. I think oh. I'll still like BVS more. Yeah, Man of Steel. I feel like he could beat though. Just well, just. Maybe. Oh, no. I just think because BVS is an awesome, epic action movie with incredible deep also, themes. It's kind of grounded. It's but weird. BVS um, is like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. But like with this, I think they kind of lose some of the uh, overarching messages and, and um, you know, I don't know where I was going with that. Like uh, overarching themes and, you know, motives. Yeah, or, yeah. 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 They lose that in Snyder Cut. Because it's, like it's more superhero. characters. It feels more yeah. like a superhero movie. Yeah. Less of, you know, a political drama. Yeah. Um, and you really can't make Darkseid invading the world um, grounded. Yeah. yeah. His <laughs> are as simple as, you know, I want all. I, will, I want it all. Yeah. Like watching, you know, the new teaser that came out today, the trailer too, I just kind of realized, like, you can't really compare him to Thanos. Like, in, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, they just kind of portray him as the guy. You, you kind of feel for him, like he wants to He's help. He's the hero of his own story, right? Yeah. Which is which works for that. Yeah. They, I think they did a great job. But with Dooms or with Dark Side, 
I just realized like this dude is just a conqueror. Like yeah, it's all he wants. It doesn't need to be any more complex than that. Yeah. He's just a conqueror. Which I'm actually fine with. Uh, perfectly fine with because yeah. Dark Side's Dark Side. I mean the name I mean, alone. Yeah. yeah. Like he's Glenn. just the straight up villain. You just, just finished Ghost of Tsushima, and I mean the main villain is the Khans. Yep. Um, yeah. And they just are conquering. Yep. They're just conquering. Yeah. Just conquering. Yeah. Just to do it. Little Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Thing in there. Maybe we'll do a Ghost of Tsushima video oh, game review. Dude, I would love you to do it. You and Evan should do it. I would yeah, love to do a ghost review. Be awesome. Funny enough, Evan actually just texted me saying, do we want to go half seas on God of War? Oh, dude, Evan's I, desperately trying I've to find a new game. I've been desperately wanting to get into that series. God of War. I think it's so cool. I don't know. I was like... like It'd be kind of hype. Oh, yeah. I, I, dude. Gods. Yeah. That's the next thing we're probably going to play. Uh, yeah, guys. This is an awesome talk. Yeah. I mean, I love talking about this movie. And I think it, I a lot, I know a lot of people, and a lot of you probably listening, are like, what? What? It's like yeah. saying, like, oh, the Suicide Squad. Honestly, people would view that as like, oh, Suicide Squad is 10 out of 10. A lot of people would see that as like, oh, BVS is 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. Like people see this movie as like straight trash because of the poor publicity that it got originally. Yeah. But I honestly, if you are interested in Snyder Cut, if you are interested in DC, I beg for you, take a second glance at, at the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Ultimate Edition, yeah. Ultimate Edition. That, yeah, it's on HBO Let Max. Let me stress the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. yeah. Because I know even Jack, like, we wanted him to be on this episode because yeah. he's never seen the Ultimate Edition. He's seen the theatrical, doesn't really remember it that well because, you know, it's kind of hard to. Yeah. Because it cuts out important things you need to pick up on. It's just so, it's it feels bloated. Yeah. It's just funny because the extended version doesn't feel bloated. It feels no. complete, even though that's a longer runtime. Yeah. So good. But the shorter so runtime feels bloated. But yeah, guys. In literally three days from recording this, <clears throat> we will be recording. Oh, you Justice League reflection. Justice League. Still isn't, it's just so weird that Zach it's Snyder's actually Justice happening. Yeah. We joke about that. Dude. It's like, it's like seeing Bigfoot. Now? It's like Bigfoot's coming over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, you're real. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah. 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 It's like it's a myth come to life. Yeah. We got it on our calendar. Also, tats. Are you getting a tattoo after your birthday, Kevin? Oh yeah. Wait, really? What are you getting? Um, I'm glad that you brought that up because I'm going to get um Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> putting the Jolly Rancher into that <laughs> guy's mouth. I believe Ooh, it's cherry. Cherry. Mm. Cherry. Mm, cherry. Favorite scene in BBS, you mean, by the way. You mean yeah. General Zod's body? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just a portrait of dead General Zod. No, can, and can you please get um one of Jesse Eisenberg shooting a three at LexCorp? Dude, yeah. With the, the monkey on the unicycle <laughs> t-shirt. Yeah, no, we're not joking. Like, there's one of the scenes when he's talking to congressmen. About you know importing CEO of Google Im- importing <laughs> kryptonite, he literally just like grabs the ball, pops a three, and just like yeah, guys, so let's talk about import taxes. Let's talk about <laughs> that three. <laughs> what that three was not CGI. That was all uh, real. That was all real. That was they, a real three. I wonder how many takes Dude. that took. <laughs> I don't one, know. Jesse Eisenberg can pop a three like that. It is Lex. Hey, what if it when was, he's in Lex mode? I wonder if it was like the scene in Breaking Bad where you know he accidentally threw the pizza. Accidentally throws the pizza, pizza on, on the roof. First take. Venezias. 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 Yeah, so. And also, the past pods we've done, the Moses Brothers, they love this movie. Oh, they yeah. love this universe. 
Yes. They are the DC stands. Go they check are. those episodes out. Yes, yeah. guys. They if you want more DC content before Snyder Cut comes out, you want to learn more, get hyped. You want, well, you want all. Episodes. Yeah. yeah. If you I want, want hype before the Snyder Cut, go to Road to the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. yeah. Journey to the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. Or even, Honestly, even our great series. MCU vs. DC, DCU episode where, you know, oh, we gotta do a me, re- Clint, and Devin were all kind of sheep. <laughs> At that point, yeah, I think, I we, think should we should redo that. I think maybe we should redo that. I think we should. I think we that. should delete that from the archives. <laughs> I want to say, I would, yeah, DC or maybe a discussion DC versus Marvel. Yeah. We're more, we're more mature, we're we'll more civilized. Updated. Yeah. Yes, yes. Updated we've version. evolved. Yes, yeah, so we all have yes. character arts. We're not the pufferfish so. now. Now we have legs. Yes. yes, but we still breathe underwater. Yes. Several years in fandom. How many good guys are left? left. How many stayed <laughs> that, that way? way. <laughs> Jack. Jack. Jack is the only good guy. Jack's Harvey Dent. He's the, he's the knight. Of, he's the white knight. The white knight. Of Tempe. <laughs> uh, well. Great talk. A good talk, that boys. amazing. Yeah. I love BDS. Well, boys. Yeah. Stay tuned for our, you know, Snyder Cut review. Just, That's you know, going to be a thicky episode. Might, might tell you. have to break it down in two, two parts. parts. That needs to be two parts. Uh, but yeah, guys, as always, send feedback. Please. The red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. You weren't even a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, for the context of that meme that probably Phantom's going to drop, it was uh, me as Batman oh, taking would- out Clint. I going would, full on anime. So yeah, so if you haven't noticed, I want to explain this little inside joke. I absolutely love anime. Yeah. I love anime. I wouldn't be classified yeah. as a weeb even though I've been called a to normie. Us, to us. To, to them, I'm a weeb. But funny enough, as Devin being probably my best friend for like eight, nine years. We lost track. Uh, he absolutely hates anime. Yeah. He is my opposite. So I really am, I am super. I am Superman. He is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> And so to add context to that scene, you know, when he had, when Devin has me down on the ground, he's about to kebab me with yeah, kryptonite. I, just, I had enough of the anime. I was done with it. <laughs> I, I, ha- I mentioned Clone Wars. He mentions Clone Wars, which he knows is my soft spot. Yes, because we both love Clone we Wars. We both love Clone Wars. Save Clone Wars. <laughs> why, did, why did you say that TV show? Why did you so say it? Why did you say that TV show? It's his favorite show. It's, it's his favorite show. Yeah, I show. It's his favorite 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 show. about to kill him. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, that, there's the context behind that meme. Yeah. The red capes are coming. You and your hearings. Galloping even that. To war even He's that so quote. Portable. Even that quote has yeah. so much meaning. It's literally, Hard you know, <laughs> him viewing Superman as this figure of, you know invasion where you know the british were invading the red capes the government was c- trying to warn them he says the government can try to warn the public but superman is this threat that you can't stop the british were and the threat you couldn't late. stop and yep. it could be too late god this movie has so many great oh, metaphors there's one thing and i don't know why i'm i'm like talking like donald trump in a mic the one thing that i didn't like about jesse eisberg was honestly just a personal matter because I wanted Jesse Eisenberg to play the Riddler. Because I thought oh, yeah. it would have been perfect. Yeah. It's, now they got what's his name from... Uh, oh, Paul Dano? Yeah, Paul I think Dano. he'll do good. Paul Dano will be good. Yeah. Yeah, That that if Jesse Eisenberg played the Riddler and he felt like, you know, the Lex Luthor from BBS, that would have been like next level Riddler. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been like... 
Ooh. I just Whoa. always ex- I always picture like Riddler to be this like incredibly intelligent, like quirky, like you know, always rumbling at the mouth because he's always wanted to be smarter than Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. very philosophical. Like yes. like the Riddler from the Arkham games. Yes, oh, only yes. in the side missions. Yes, yeah, he's only in the side missions. But yeah, boys, right. good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, but uh, my red stapler. Part two. <laughs> As always, <laughs> send feedback. It's the real one this time. Are you sure it's the real one? Please. The other one was the Kroger version. This yeah. was the real one. This is the real the one. private selection. The real one. This is the real one. Phantom Rand is brave. <laughs> You're not brave. <laughs> IMBD's not brave. IMBD. Phantom IGN. Rand is brave. <laughs> <laughs> Comicbook.com's not brave. No. Fandom Rant's brave. I'll say it. The review show's not brave. Fandom Rant's brave. Fandom Rant's brave. brave. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. My butts.